Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is OT with Mons and Moose. I'm on. I'm Moose. And uh, another week is in the books. Yep, another um, week. Another week. <laughs> another bit of controversy. Oh my god, I hate uh, it. I hate my life. <laughs> the, the good teams stayed good. Some of the bad teams stayed bad. Some surprising teams are doing good. <laughs> oh, Some surprising teams are doing good. Dude, I'm fucking and sick and I hate it. I hate yeah, it. It's the weather. It, you know what? We really went from hot to cold, back to hot, which is atrocious. And now we're going to go back to cold. I think I'm more sick from the end of the Jets game than I am to the weather. If, I, if I'll be completely uh, honest. Probably, because you got yourself all worked up. Your immune system was, was probably low. Oh my God. You probably sat in the darkness of your room until 5 in the morning. <laughs> and just was like, I can't believe what I just witnessed. Um, you probably have a... What I'm assuming is you probably have a Taylor Swift poster in your room with darts being thrown at it, with the devil's horns in her head. <laughs> yeah, I, I just that's that's what I envision right now. It's bad, bro. They they are getting carried away with this shit. No, it's it's uh, it is carried away. When you change your bios for your Instagram Dude. and your headers on your on your Twitter. Bro, like, like, stop! Because you looking like you're fixing games. You're not. You're not helping that narrative at all. No, not at all. You're really not. We'll um, we'll get to that game though. We'll we'll end with that game. <laughs> we're ending with that because Nick is gonna scream and he's gonna curse and he may break a table if he has the strength, but he's sick, so yeah. I don't know. I mean, our table I could break in half with little to no effort. <clears throat> but yeah, we'll get there. We'll we'll definitely get there. But we'll start um. We'll start with Cincinnati. We'll start with Cincinnati. Do you have the wanted poster out? Because I think I think everybody has the wanted poster out. If they have don't, you seen this man? if they don't, then they should, because he is Joe Burrow is nowhere to be found. Where did he go? He, dude. Where are you? It's bad enough. Well, let's be clear. We think that he's still hurt, like bad. Oh, I I, I definitely think. And, Zoline, listen, Zoline sucks. Yeah. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. But, dude, dude looks lost. Looks lost. Yeah. He, I, look, an injury can fuck with you in so many different ways, and this is one of them. Yes. For sure. There's no doubt. But it's also bad when your boy is starting to chirp a little bit at the end of games. I feel like that was uncalled for. Like, like come on, man. Like, what are we doing here? Like, it's not like he didn't target you. He almost targeted you ten times. You had seven receptions. I mean... What the fuck up? Like I don't like. I'm always fucking open. Yeah, okay, well, he did throw it to you. What the fuck you want from him? Yeah, I don't. <sighs> I get getting off to a slow start, and they're really putting themselves behind the eight ball here. But not for nothing, there's really nobody running running away in the AFC just yet. Well, you can't in four weeks. Yeah, know? let's be let's be honest. You really can't run away with it in four weeks. But I mean, you could put yourself way behind the eight ball. Where, I mean, listen, the Ravens can be dysfunctional one week and great the next, um, but the Ravens aren't going to go away. No. Like, let's be clear, the Ravens aren't going to go away. And listen, every team is still in it to in the division, but that's every every division right now. Yeah. I mean, with the, with with Pittsburgh looking the way they do, with Cleveland, you know, being tough. Let's be honest, they're just tough. Cincinnati's you're you're in a little bit of trouble. Because this O-line situation is not looking too good. Joe Burrow's clearly hurt. So the question would be is when do you sit him? 
should you sit him? And God forbid, I don't know, something else happens. You know, God forbid it's more than just the calf injury. God forbid it turns into an Achilles or a knee or something. Yeah, and it doesn't get any easier. Look, I get that they have Arizona coming up this week. Not for nothing, Arizona actually looks somewhat competent. They do. Let's be honest. And then they go against Seattle, who just literally killed Daniel Jones last night. Destroyed him. Destroyed his life. So then you have a bye, and then you're going to San Francisco. You're in a little bit of trouble here. You are. And then Buffalo. 100%. So the next. Who's looking for revenge? Let's so be the next five weeks, you can easily have three losses if you keep playing this way. And easily. At that point, you're you're screwed. You're you're two and six. You're not you're not going anywhere with two and six. You're just not. I think if you're gonna sit them, do it this week. Do it this yeah. week. It's the easiest yeah. game you got, and it's not even easy, because you look like shit no. in Arizona. Surprisingly, looks decent. Yeah, no, they look like they're a fighter. So they look like they're a fighter. I don't know. I I think they're in a lot of trouble. Usually they start slow. I think they slow they started slow last year as well. The thing Burrow had that what was it like an appendectomy last year or something? It was appendix. Something like that. Yeah. They got off to a slow start and they obviously put it together, but. You can't keep losing this many games this early in the season, especially against teams that, too much of a hole. especially against teams that you are better than. Let's be honest, the Titans are not that good of a team. Oh no way, no way. I mean, yeah, sure that you know if you play, if you play to their game, which is you know Derrick Henry running like he did, you're probably gonna lose. Yeah, it's a good chance. But when you're, I mean, the Bengals have too much talent on that offense to be, to put up three fucking points and be shut out yeah quarters two to four you, you can't you can't win ball games like that i don't care how good you are and you want to see your boys already chirping just wait I mean, yeah Zach taylor is going to be put on the hot seat no doubt if this season goes south i think he should be i th- yeah. i just think his history with this team i think he has a little bit of immunity right now just because no, it is I'm a slow start get fired yeah i'm not saying you should get fired but it also could be one of the best things for the Bengals. Yeah. You know, sometimes sometimes it's, you know, I, and I really believe that is if you're a really good team and you just have bad luck, injury prone, whatever, and you sneak into the top 10 with, with draft picks and you draft pretty well, you could fucking set yourself up pretty, pretty hefty. Yeah. I mean, when you really think about it, I mean, look at like if the Bengals could go grab themselves an, a, an offensive lineman. Early in the draft, one of the top guys, you know, Joe Burrow's probably loving it. Yeah. And look, remember, they were in that situation where they could have drafted Penny Sewell, but they went with Jamar Chase, which, look, in hindsight, Jamar Chase is a top five receiver. And look, Penny Sewell's no slouch either. No. <laughs> and listen, it, it took Sewell at least two seasons to get there, though. Just like Andrew yeah. Thomas. It took, it took Sewell to actually, like, a couple of years to get there. So I don't know if he would have helped. Cincinnati immediately, but yeah, in the long run, yeah, he would have. But again, you, you're you're really taking preference. I I knew that they would probably take Chase just because him and Burrow were boys. So yeah, and and they can't they, listen. There's no way that they hate that pick. No, no, not at all. Not at all. But now you're starting to see injuries are coming. Not drafting linemen or not even trading for for linemen. Like we said last week, they they released Lyle Collins, which. Yeah, what I, does that really say about him? Yeah, could it could, or they could have misjudged bad. <laughs> yeah, so I think if you're a Bengals fan, I think it's time that you need to start panicking a little bit because 
the yeah, next the I next agree. the next stretch of games is just not easy. And with the way you're playing, you may not even beat Arizona next week, which I think you will. But yeah, I, I don't know. I just I don't. They're not don't a th- they're not a threat. And I think I believe T Higgins was hurt in this game too. Yes. So yes, he was. if you have Chase already chirping and T Higgins may miss time. That may be a little bit of a recipe for disaster. Yeah. But again, oh, they, they have the they they have the talent to do it. That's the thing. They have the talent to go win games. They're just not doing it. No. And it's not like they're not losing close games either. They're getting they're getting their shit beat out of them. Yeah. Yeah. It'd so. be different if they lost this game. You know, twenty-seven to twenty-three or something. Right. They didn't score a fucking touchdown. They looked like shit. So, I don't know, man. I think it's time to start panicking, Cincinnati. All right, look, we, we, we've touched on Justin Fields a little bit in the past couple weeks. <clears throat> I think it's time. Look, he had a really good game. Like, yes, quite, did. quite possibly, I think this was the best game of his career up to this point. I, I believe so. He looked I efficient. So. He looked decisive. He was hitting open receivers. But for God's sake, this coaching staff, what, what did they do? I, I believe they were up 28-7 to in this game. In the third quarter, and they yes. somehow lost to the fucking Broncos. Yep. Like, man, that that's a tough one because Justin oh, Fields played out of his mind. But like, you see, like with with Fields, like this is what you want to see from him. This is the potential. It's just that he's not consistent with it. Whether he's going against a good defense or a bad defense, he's just not consistent with it. No. He's just like Zach Wilson. He's mostly gonna have a bad game. Maybe once in a while he can manage a game and go and do something well, but it's not every week, and that's where the problem lies. And then if you have coaching that's bad, there's nothing you can do. Yeah, I, I don't think his coaching staff's helping him. Um, they, he, there's clearly there's clearly problems. I mean, they they told Claypool to stay home. Um, I think that's a Claypool thing, though. Claypool has been no, known to be an asshole. A hundred percent, totally get it. Um, I think you have some weapons. I'm not saying they're that they're top tier weapon. DJ Moore is no slouch, obviously. Yeah. Uh, they got a good tight end. I don't even think Mooney's that bad. No, Mooney's a good uh, too. I just for somebody like Justin Fields, obviously some of the play calling is you just scratch your head. You let a bad Broncos team start to cook in the second half in the fourth quarter mostly. Yeah. They just started to cook. Wilson started to look better more efficient. They just started to, to score. And and you got outscored in the fourth quarter when it mattered the most, 17 to nothing. And like you said, Fields had a great game. Turned the ball over still twice. But yeah. He still had a great game. Like you said, this was that potential. This was that potential that you would like to have seen. And you'd hope that they'd opened up the playbook for him a little bit more going forward. But it's just so disheartening. And you see his emotion on the sideline. When you lose a game like this, right? felt like you did everything right enough to beat a Denver Broncos team who was also trying to find themselves. And you saved them from having to be talked about embarrassingly yep. in, in the media. Right. Because the narrative this week was, wow, look at Denver, came all the way back and cooked and, and, and got the chop done and, and came from behind. You know, so unfortunately for Justin Fields, I think his coaching staff's failing him. I think he has potential, but I don't. I don't think he's entirely the problem. But I don't. You know, he's also not helped his cause. Exactly. By any, by any stretch. Yeah, I think that's. I think you hit it around the head. I mean, look, you can see the potential. 
he's got that Lamar-esque like running style, like where he can run. It's just his ability to throw the ball and read the defense has been in question really since the start of his career. And yeah. this game, I mean, look, he was 80%, man. That's well above average. You take that every day of the week and throw him for, for 335. Sure. I mean, what else do you want the kid to do? And, I mean, no shit, he's going to be upset on the sidelines. He's just got to replicate it next week. And, again, I don't – the stars have to align for some of these teams that look good on a consistent basis. And I just yeah. I just don't know if that coaching staff has what it takes to be that consistent. Going against a tough Washington this week, I don't think they win. And I believe it's a short week, too. Yes, yes. They play Thursday. And, yeah. and I mean, Washington hasn't looked like a slouch at all. They've got a lot of fight in them. So you don't really like the kids' chances, unfortunately. But he, he has the ability to turn around and have a, a, another good game. It's going to be tough. But this is a game where you know Washington's probably going to send the house at him. Look, take the handcuffs off him. Let him let him run around. Let him play backyard football a little bit. Like, yeah. just do it. I mean, you you have nothing to lose at this point with no, him. Absolutely not. Because if you, you keep well. if you keep going the same way, you're going to draft Caleb Williams anyway, and he's going to be gone. And right now they have the top two picks in the draft, which is scary as shit. That's sick. <laughs> So, like if you think about like how much you could even trade for all that. Oh my god! At that point, I went. You're so like we thought that they were gonna take a step up. They really haven't. So go out, get yourself the top quarterback prospect. Since I think he's being talked about more than Trevor Lawrence is at this point. Yes, he's he's just been hyped up to no end. And it depends. Do you solidify your offensive line or do you go out and get yourself a Marvin Harrison Jr. where I mean, look, that's kind of him and Moore would be a nice little duo there for for Caleb Williams when he comes in. It's just I don't think it's gonna happen, honestly. I think because I think their second pick would be Carolina's, I believe. Yeah. So I don't think Carolina's just gonna be a a terrible, terrible team where they get the second overall pick. But it's something to monitor over time. But. They just need to keep the handcuffs off him. There's no reason to play scared with him anymore. Even if, if Williams comes out. Yeah. And All right. Plays. All right. Um, let's head up to Buffalo, where Buffalo literally Ooh. just stopped uh, Miami. It wasn't even close, really. Like, it was close for a little bit, then it was done. Like, halfway through the second, I, it was done. I, I mean, I said it to you. I was like, I, I'm, I'm about to take the over on, on 90, the way these two teams are playing. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, this is going to be a fucking 52-48 to 48 game, Nick. Yeah. But and it looked like was, it was going there. It really did. And you saw you saw what Josh Allen does when he's not turning the ball over, when he's smart, when he's efficient with the ball. You start to see what they can do. Um, Diggs. He, d- he just went nuts. He went nuts. Can't, he can't chirp. He can't chirp after that game. No, 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 no. No fucking way. And their defense stepped up. In a big because way. Let's, because let's be honest, like we said, when it first started, we thought this was going to go shot for shot. And that's what it they was. Shut him, it, it was. It was exactly was that. I don't, their defense <laughs> just shut him down. I don't think either quarterback had, a, had an incomplete pass through the first quarter. I think they were both perfect through one, which is fucking uh, wild. It was it was very close to that if it didn't happen, but I mean, like you said, Buffalo's defense came to play. You pretty much shut down their, their whole 
outside of Devon A-Chain, nobody really did anything. They didn't let Tyreek go crazy. They didn't let Waddle go crazy. They kind of kept them all in check. I mean, Tua still threw for 282, but, I mean, when you, they, they just effectively just stopped moving the ball yeah. after the first half, and it was just like they were cooked. They were. They, they, were, in, yeah. they were in trouble. And Buffalo, and... T- to much to their respect, they didn't let off. Like, some teams would let no, off the gas pedal. They kept going, and they just continuously beat the shit out of them. Yeah, and listen, Buffalo's defense was the only defense that caught the turnovers in this game. Right. They got an interception and a, and a fumble recovery. So, they gave, you know, they gave the ball back to Josh Allen, let him, you know, get an extra, uh, an extra series or two, which is always deadly. You never want to give Josh Allen more time to start cooking your ass, and you know, it was a little bit. It was a beatdown. It was a beatdown for Miami after they literally shit all over Denver. Yeah. Um. It could be a humbling experience, right? It could be a little bit. I think that Miami is built for speed, and I think Buffalo was a bit bigger. If that makes sense, I think right. Miami was the smaller, faster team, and Buffalo hit them in the mouth, and they kind of were like, "Oh shit, how the fuck do we respond?" And especially if this game was in bad weather if this game was in bad weather in buffalo i don't like miami at all on that no not at all but um buffalo also lost to davis way for the uh for the season to a uh, torn achilles which yeah it was devastating oh man it's that's so bad because he just came back from an injury i think the beginning of last ACL. year right yep ACL. man that's just brutal and he's a really good player too really good because their secondary, I think, is a little, a little thin again. So yeah, that's kind of like something like that for the last two years. <laughs> so that's that's kind of something to because you know Jordan Poyer's always hurt too. He had that neck thing last year. Uh, yep. Mar Hamlin got into the game. You don't know where he, how rusty he may be. So yeah, I think if I'm teams, I'm looking to kind of throw their way. But again, I'm gonna test you. Yeah, but. Their defense looked great this game. If they can keep doing it and Josh Allen can be responsible with the ball, they should be back to normal form. Um, yeah. It's just when, when when Allen gets overwhelmed and he makes the stupid mistakes, that's when Buffalo gets in trouble. 100%. So, yeah, I mean, that, that's a big win for, for Buffalo. Division win, oh, conference absolutely. win. You, you take those any way you can get them. And now you've proven that you could beat them again, so go out and go do it again in Miami, which – will be better weather, which not saying this game oh, wasn't absolutely. good weather because it was beautiful, but yeah. All right, Washington loses to Philly, 34-31 overtime. Man, this was a good game. This was a yeah, very was good game. Really good game. And I'm pissed that it was going into overtime right before my game. Man, yeah, right? <laughs> if you're Washington, do you go for two at the end to win the game? You have to because you're going against arguably one of the, the top – teams in the nfc in the nfl and the fact that you right there you could win this game essentially you could steal this game let's be real you could steal this game um i i don't think anybody blames you for getting the loss because of a failed two two point attempt right but i think you have to go for it what i didn't like was the explanation was how well we didn't do it because I felt that our guys were gassed. Well, why would you want to go into overtime then? If you think you're exactly, gassed. it's first of all, it's one play. It's yeah. one play. If you're going, you could get up for one play, right? Like if you can't get up for one play, you shouldn't be on the field. Period. No, absolutely not. 
Um, no, I agree. I think you go for it. I think you get a big divisional win in their house too. I think yeah. I think you have to go for it there. I mean, it's tough because it is still early in the season, but look, this could be a, a game where you look back and like, oh, we could have won this, and maybe you could have gotten into the playoffs. I don't know, Possibly. but but I th- you don't know. But I think that it was a missed opportunity on their part, just because, yeah. like you said, you could steal a game from the top team in the NFC, in your division, yeah. in your conference, where you're probably gonna be fighting for a wild card. Go and fucking take it. You're not gonna. I don't think you're gonna get ridiculed by the media for trying to go for it or trying not to go for it. No, I, I mean most most of what I've heard today was people just couldn't believe they didn't go for it. Right. Um. I mean, it's it's easy to say afterwards, but yeah, I think in that moment you have to go for it because you could steal the game. And you know, Sam Howell hasn't looked bad. I'm not saying he's been over the top great, but I mean, Eric Behenemy, I think is is done a very good job. Yeah. Well, you know, making this offense kind of explore its opportunities with getting rid of the ball to multiple receivers. And like you, like we keep saying, if you could have stole this game, I just think that's a big momentum shift for your next game going into Thursday night. And who knows where that carries you. If you can go grab three or four wins in a row, um, you know, show the world that you're just, you know, you're not here to fucking lay down, basically. Yeah, and, and not for nothing, I'm looking at their schedule. They play Chicago this week, and they play Atlanta, who is just completely lost with Ritter. He is just not good. Yeah. Those are two winnable games. And then you play the Giants, where... And then you go against Philly again. You just prove that you could beat them. Yeah. Why not? So this could this could have really been the start of a, a potential four-game winning streak. I'm not saying that that would have happened. Right. But well, you get momentum on again. your side, and, and you get hot, then you can go on a little run. All of a sudden, you're 6-1, and 7-1. and one. You're not a joke. Exactly. So, I think it was a missed opportunity early in the year. We'll see if it comes back and bites them in the ass, but... Personally, I would have liked them to go for it, but yeah, get get aggressive. Yeah, no reason not to. Um, Houston beats Pittsburgh relatively badly. Like, yes, this is an, this is this is another team where Pittsburgh is just so confusing to me. Like, they look so good one week, and then they just look absolutely putrid the next. Terrible. And, and it, I think it really comes down to their offensive play calling. I think Matt Canada needs to go. I know a lot of a lot of Steeler fans have been asking him to like get fired for a long time now. Yeah. So and Thomas said big changes are coming. So does that mean he's gone or someone gonna take over? That's something I would like to see, but at the same time, Pickett got hurt in this game. You don't know how long he's gonna be out for. Um, yeah. Not that he was playing well. No, not that he's playing well, but again, you're losing your starting quarterback for extended period of time then. That yes. can cause problems. And look, we got to give flowers to Houston as well, man. They're playing really well with not a lot. No, it's not a lot. But C.J. Stroud looks at least like he's got swag. That kid is, he's balling to start his career, which is something that I didn't think we were going to see from his preseason stuff. I oh, just, no way. But, I mean, the kid threw over 300 again. He, he averages over 300 a game so far. That's and, a hell of a start to your career. And this Nico Collins kid just went absolutely berserk. Yeah. Like 168 on seven receptions? That's like, Let's go. That's stupid. That's that's Madden stuff right there. That is some Madden shit. I just, I'm impressed with the way that they're playing. Which oh, is... absolutely in the heart. Exactly. I think 
I think they love D'Amico Ryans out there so much that they're just playing really up for him. He's like a he's kind of like a Robert Sala guy where the players love playing for him and will will play hard for him. And look, they're a young yeah. team. I don't they're not in a position to get pissed off just yet. Let's be honest. They're, they're no, still no, no. for me personally. I think they're still a couple years away. Maybe if they can have another good draft this year, maybe they could be in the conversation. And if Stroud keeps playing like this, maybe maybe they can make a push. But yeah, I I think this is a team that you may see kind of fade away towards the end of the season when maybe they're not really in the picture anymore. But I still think that I don't think they're an easy out. No, Much, they've got that grit. That yeah, to them, like you said, they they like their coach clearly. They they're playing up for them, obviously. Uh, it, it's just my my thing is going to be what kind of a response are we going to see from Pittsburgh? Because Tomlin doesn't like to lose. Tomlin's not a losing coach. Uh, he's not a loser, period. No. Uh, and when he says, you know, things are going to change, you would hope it would be offensive coordinator who apparently has a burner account that they discovered on Twitter. Dude, what, um, what are we doing, man? Yeah. What are we doing? So I, it's obvious that he clearly doesn't know how to use his weapons. Uh, I don't know if he's developing Pickett well because we thought Pickett would be better than what he's been doing so far this year. Right. Uh, <clears throat> Najee Harris honestly looks okay. Yeah. He, he has not been anything special. Um, Pickens, we, we've seen how good Pickens can be. Yeah. There's no doubt. It's, if you don't give him the ball, eh, you can't. not much you could do. Right. And if you're, if you're all bad. Yeah. If your quarterback struggles... That means your wide receivers are going to struggle. That's just how it is. Oh, absolutely. But I can't say I'm ready to start panicking on them yet, but it's close. The only reason why I'm not is because I trust Mike Tomlin to figure it out. Yes, But for sure. But they're starting to be in a territory where you're kind of scared because they don't. They haven't really done much on offense. Not like this game included, all really all year. Like you see, yeah. you, you see like twenty six points and twenty three points. That's really their defense doing it. Yeah, their defense no, sure. is just causing turnovers and they're scoring on them. So, for me, I think I think Canada probably needs to be gone, and they need to get someone in there in there that can call a competent game for the quarterback. But at the yeah. same time, Pickett does need to play better. There's there's no there's no doubt about that. Oh, hundred percent. Um. All right, we'll move down to Dallas where they. Just beat the piss out of the Patriots, and I loved every second of it. The only thing I didn't like oh, is that fun. is that Michael Parsons didn't snap Mac Jones's body in half, which I would have loved yeah. for that to happen. Yeah. You know, I'm a little I'm a little upset by that because I I was hoping to deliver on that. You know, that would have been nice. Uh, if Michael Parsons could have destroyed this fucking guy, <laughs> uh, I also was waiting for him to pull some fucking dirty shit too. Uh, Dude, just for whatever you know, whatever he does, I was just waiting for him to pull some dirty shit, and I was like, "Yo, go get him! <laughs> like, fucking destroy this guy!" When I saw him limping to the sidelines, I'm like, "Nah, Mikey, you got to go back out there, brother. Like, your yeah, yeah. your job's not done yet here." <laughs> like, no, don't do this to me, man. Uh, listen, it's the again this this defense went off again. Which nobody wants to give them credit because New England looked like they sucked. They look like they're a terrible team. Well, New England does they suck. Like they they, they suck. look like they're absolutely incompetent. Um, this was Ezekiel Elliott's homecoming, 
and we just gave you a nice tribute video, and that was all you got because you weren't going to get anything else. Yeah. Um, when you looked at the way Dallas played defensively, there was nothing to hate. Not, there's zero to hate. No, not um, at all. Diggs gets hurt. He's out for the season, unfortunately. And Deron Bland, who we've all been talking about internally, a lot of people have been talking about, uh, he's he's a ball snatcher. He's a ball hawk. Yeah. Um, I think in his in his career, in his, in his full career, he has eight interceptions. It's not been a long career. He was a rookie last year. Yeah. Um, he already has, I believe, three picks this year. Took one to the house. When he, when he caught that, Oh. Dude, what? <sighs> I was like, that's a pick six. Dude, that was the second time Mac Jones did that cross the field fucking shit. And I'm like, not for nothing. What the hell are you do? What are you seeing there? Yeah, because you you don't got the arm strength, son. No, <laughs> it's, not at it's all. It's not there. And then one of my and then one of my friends Vanderesh picked up the ball, scooped it up, went right into the end zone. I call him my friend because I met him. I have his autograph. <laughs> He's my friend. Gal's my friend. Osa's my friend. Turpin's my friend. Like, we're just all friends now. It's this is what life is like when you're me and you're popular. Right. Right. Cowboys. right. Uh, I know. I got to become friends with, like, Prescott and yeah. TV Land. That would be nice. Uh, but listen, uh, I'm looking forward to next week. Sunday night football, San Francisco 49ers. The Dallas Cowboys are pissed off. Dak Prescott's pissed off. He's angry. They want their revenge against this team. And this is your test. This is definitely your first test. And by all means, this is the best test you're going to get. Um, there's no doubt in my mind the 49ers right now are the best team probably in football, best right. team in the NFC. Um, yes, they're better than, than Philadelphia, who is undefeated, but Philadelphia hasn't looked exactly well. It's just unfortunately they haven't looked so good, and yet they're still 4-0, and and I almost just – hate to see them ever get better. So right. I don't want to see that ever at all. But <laughs> I'm so happy at the end. They scored what was a meaningless touchdown to everybody else in the world. But to us, it was more of a meaningful touchdown because it was a red zone touchdown. Their red zone offense. Finally, man. Holy shit. Efficient. And there's times that this red zone <laughs> offense that I really think at times Dak Prescott just needs to run the ball. Whatever it takes to go get that ball into the fucking end zone. Because they seem to be just trying to get too cutesy. Yeah. And it's it's not working. Again, it's very early in the season. So there's always time to fix this shit. I'm not saying that they can't fix it. They absolutely can fix it. But I'm telling you, this Sunday night, you go against San Francisco, you cannot afford to not score touchdowns. Because you may not be in that red zone very often. Right. It's coming week because your defense is going to get fucking tested. Yeah. Your offense is going to get fucking tested. You had to, you had Arizona run all over your ass. You're getting arguably the best running back in the NFL right now in Christian McCaffrey, who is on fucking fire. Yeah. And Brock Purdy has been just efficient. And their defense, I don't have to talk about their defense. No. We know what their defense is. Micah Parsons' rival, Nick Bosa, is right there. So Shit. I need everybody healthy. Tyron Smith probably not going to play in this game again, which I'm not happy about. But Zach Martin should be playing in the game because if if we miss Tyron and Zach, it's a guaranteed loss in my opinion. Which it's terrible to say that, 
it's terrible to to immediately knock your team off like that. But knowing my team, without their two arguably best offensive linemen, though Tyler Smith is starting to turn into better than Tyron Smith just because of age and he's going to be around right. for longer. Right. Um, without their two best offensive linemen, there's no way Prescott gets time in this pocket. Yeah. I don't, I don't see it. And it's going to be their – I think this is going to be their first true test of the season because, I mean, if you look at Dallas' schedule up to this point, none of them have a potent offense. Like, between the Giants, the Jets, Arizona, and New England, I mean, arguably the Jets have the best offense, maybe, and they yeah. don't even look good. So, yeah. and, and obviously that game was supposed to be with, with Aaron Rodgers, not Zach Wilson. Of course. So you, you, you play who you play, you can't help that. The thing that I liked against the Jets was that at least they moved the ball against that defense efficiently enough. It wasn't right. over the top, but at least you went up against a good defense. And then this week, you did go up against the best defensive mind. Right. And, but... and you put you did what you did. But next week, by far, offensively, defensively, coaching, special teams, the whole the whole fucking basis of every of all the game of all game. It's this your biggest test. It's probably going to be your biggest test until the Eagles, and if you can get to the playoffs. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, just looking at your schedule, I mean, you do have three gruelers in a row in December of oh yeah, Philly, Buffalo, and Miami. Yep. Maybe even Detroit at that point. They may be hot too. But you got you got, you got Seattle in there as well. Yeah, I mean, this is this is the I think this is going to be the biggest game of the season for them. I think they could prove a lot of people wrong about who they are as a team if they can go out and really stun San Francisco. I yeah. just the, the red zone stuff worries me. The fact that when Dak runs the ball, he it doesn't look like he runs with conviction. He he almost runs like he's a little scared, as he should be because of that injury that he had. But really since then, he doesn't look confident running the ball as much and no. that's that's a weapon that you're taking away from the red zone where, okay, maybe he can quarterback draw it up the middle or he can bootleg it out, whatever, whatever it may be. Yeah. It's just the red zone efficiency is not there. And now, granted, like like we said, they put up 30 against the Jets. 15 of those points were from field goals. Yeah. So I don't, like you said, I don't know how often they're going to be in the red zone in this game just with San Francisco's defense. It's It's going to be a good defensive game, I would think. It's just, you Stop know. stopping McCaffrey, Debo, Ayuk if he's in there. I mean, it's just they're so fucking loaded, but you guys are loaded on defense too. It's it's gonna be a good game. I just they need to be more efficient in the red zone because throughout the playoffs, because we we both think Dallas is gonna make the playoffs, you need to score touchdowns. Three points don't don't it doesn't do it. It doesn't cut it. There's no way. And yours and the Cowboys schedule is pretty daunting. It's not good. I mean, even after the 49ers, they have the Chargers and the Rams and then the Eagles. So it's not like you're going against easy fucking teams right. for the next three fucking games. So you're going to have task after task after task after task. And, I, and the famous Ric Flair has said, if you want to be the man, you have to beat the man. And for the Cowboys, you have to beat the man. And that the two teams in the NFC are the 49ers and the Eagles. And if you can't beat – and listen, you beat the Eagles last year. 
right. you've shown you've shown that you can beat the Eagles. I don't have any doubts that we can't beat the Eagles. This is a division rival, right? It's 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 always amplified. Yeah. But the 49ers, as of right now, just on all phases of the game, look like the most competent juggernaut team in the NFL. Yeah. And I mean, I think this is a big game for Dallas. Look, even if you lose like twenty three to twenty, if you're in this game through the end. I still think that's some kind of motivation moving forward because at some point you got to think that, okay, we'll probably see these guys down the road at some point. Like, oh, we, we messed up here, like one player, or down here. It gives you confidence going into the game, like, oh, we could beat these dudes. Like, not if you got routed, oh, we lost 30 to fucking 7. Then It already puts the thought in your mind of, these dudes are really fucking good, and we have to play next to perfect to beat them, and maybe that's not even enough. Where if you're keeping it close, and you're keeping Purdy contained, you keep McCaffrey somewhat in, in in line, then maybe you can go back, look at the film again, and say, okay, we fucked up here, we can correct this, and now we can go beat the shit out of them. Because this is, like we said, this is a test for both sides of the ball. Right. Because the defense is not based an offense like this, by by all means. And exactly. Offensively, we, you know, this offense has never dealt with a defense like this. And... Obviously, right now, Prescott hasn't been overly impressive, but he's only turned the ball over one time so far. Knock on wood if you're with me, man. Um, so he's been efficient with the ball. This defense is averaging 10 points a game. 10 points. Yeah. Defense is, is absurd. They, again, didn't give up an a offensive touchdown in this game. Like, yeah. the, fact, the fact that you've had... Two games where you haven't let up an offensive touchdown. Dude, your defense is it's there. Your defense is legit. The thing is, you go against the big boys like San Francisco, that's where it gets tested. Yeah. That's where I need to start seeing the stars align. The stars come out to play. Dak Prescott, you gotta be good. This is it. This is what you get paid for. This is you know, when right. people want to make the arguments that you're elite, and I say that you're not elite. Well, if you go out to the 49er game and you play elite, I'll, maybe I, I change my tone just a tad a little bit. Because you'll never get me to change it until the playoffs change. Right. You'll never get me to change it until the playoffs change. But that's a, another story for January. Exactly. But and- right now, you have, to, you have to deal with what you have to deal with. And for Dak Prescott, I'm sorry. This is, this is what you get paid to do. You get right. paid to be good in these games. And win these big games. And if I, I'm not gonna lie to you, they don't win this game, we're gonna be disappointed. They get blown the fuck out. I'm already calling fraud. We're frauds. Just like that, we're frauds. It, it's really gonna come down to that defensive front, honestly, against San Francisco's O line because they got a nasty O line too. So <laughs> they're nasty everywhere. <laughs> That's what sucks. So I, I think it's really gonna come down to who wins in the trenches this game. I think it can dictate yeah. a lot. And. Even on both sides of the ball, for both offensive lines and defensive lines, who's going to win? Because yeah, I think sure. I think that's going to determine the outcome of a game. I think it's going to cause some kind of turnover somewhere, and that may be just what the other team needs. It's just one turnover, and that may be just the game right there. You never know. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's move on to the Giants. I mean, <sighs> Christ Almighty, what a what a terrible game this was. It was bad. Like, like I had it on, and this is a game where I saw Dayball on the sideline, like, kind of like 
scrutinizing Daniel Jones. And look, Daniel Jones was not good in this game. I'm not going to sit here and say that he was because no. he threw a couple bad picks in this game. He fumbled again, yep. but not for nothing. When you got sacked 10 to 11 times in this game, what do you want this dude to fucking do? I thought the Cowboys beat him up. Seattle was ruthless last night. It was every play. Their O-line is hurt. I get that their O-line is hurt. And and Neil is not looking like a, a great pick. But I, you're right. I can't really blame all of it on Daniel Jones. Um, I think it's I, – I think it's – as they like to, to, to quote, it's a team loss, right? Yeah. You look, you look at – your defense didn't play that bad, I, I will say. Their defense didn't play that bad. But when your O-line fails your quarterback this badly, when you don't have talent, when you when you have a, a parent star running back who just doesn't play football, I, you know, what the fuck, what, what can you do? The kids still got no fucking weapons. They don't use Darren Waller in the red zone. I don't know why. Yeah, no. the pick sticks, Waller's wide open in the back of the end zone. Yeah, he threw in the double coverage. I'm like, what are we doing? This Jalen Hyatt kid, who, where is he? I don't know. I heard heard great things. Haven't seen him so far. Oh, he he burnt he burned Sauce Gardner in a preseason game. Cool. So, you cool. haven't that, that was the talk of the town from the Jets Giants yeah. preseason game. Oh, he burned Sauce Gardner. Okay, did he catch the fucking ball? No. Okay, so suck my ass. Nope. Lockdown. And Sterling <laughs> Shepard's sitting over here in fucking in a country club, bro. Dude, <sighs> I don't know where the fuck that guy has gone. Like. We we talked about it this morning, and, like, we saw what this team did last year. Barkley went off last year. Daniel Jones looked competent. The offensive line took a big step forward last year. Defense was solid. This year, like, their offensive line is just plagued with injuries and just poor play altogether. Daniel Jones turned back, in, he turned back into a pumpkin. He did. He, he's, not, he's not a $40 million a year quarterback. And Barkley's hurt again. So three main things that made you a good team last year are now gone. What do you do? Yeah. You can't do anything. From what I saw last night, they're not going to win many games. I just I don't see it. No, there's no confidence in, in there. And you can't sit here and, and say that the Giants look like a competent team. And, and uh, on all phases, they've, they've regressed. Badly. You know, coaching-wise, uh, at quarterback. Because although it's not all on him this game, he looked bad. He did. He hasn't looked good all year. Hasn't looked good all year. But you paid this guy $40 million because you thought he was going to progress. Because right. he had 15 touchdowns and, and five interceptions. And I personally just I, – I never thought 15 touchdowns was great. So, to me, <laughs> what, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't see it. I, I, I saw that he was more confident, maybe as more of a game manager and using his legs. But, again, you don't have a running back who can stay on the fucking field. Exactly. And this is why running backs don't get fucking paid. This is why he ain't going to get paid. Right. You know, at the end of the year, this could be his last year with the, with the Giants. I think it is. And it is what it is. It is what it is. When he's on the field, he's their home run hitter. He's their best offensive weapon. It's not even close. That's when he's on the fucking field. And that's not and very often. Never, nope, he's never on the fucking field. So at this point, you might as well go draft a fucking running back again. Go get all that. And you and I mean you might as well uh, and go get some more talent, but if you're gonna suck this bad, you might as well suck all the way. Yeah. Go draft another quarterback, 
And honestly, keep the Giants off of primetime games because they're 0-3, I think, in primetime games this year. They yeah. fucking suck. And look, let's, suck. <laughs> let's not two magical quarters against a Arizona team that is questionable be a silver lining for this team. They're not oh, good. Yeah, no. They're they're just they're not good. Like we said, everything about them is just flawed and people know it. And their schedule, they have Miami and Buffalo coming. They're going to yeah. get slaughtered. They're going to get yeah, slaughtered. I, I don't I, and of course Buffalo's on fucking NBC. Sunday night game. Yay, I get to see stop a it, stop it. <laughs> a public execution is what it is. Public execution. Yes. They're going to get murdered. And both of them are away from home. In Miami, in Buffalo. Oh. Then you come home for Washington. And then you get the Jets at, at home. I mean, oh. I don't see where this lightens up for them. I mean, you play Vegas after the Jets. Maybe. Then you play Dallas. You ain't winning that game. Then you play Washington, who will probably be in the playoff race. They're good. Then you play New England. You're just I just don't see a lot of wins for the Giants team if this is how they're gonna play. No, there's no way. There's no. no fucking way. Again, I don't know if Giant fans had this magical like premonition of them being good this year. I just I I think we talked about it. We didn't see it. We thought that they were one of the teams that were gonna regress pretty badly. But they got hot last year. That's why they won. And Minnesota were frauds. We 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 said it all season. So yeah. for them I just, for them, getting healthy is probably their best bet of competing in games. I just don't know how many they're really going to win or really be a part of, to be honest. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. All right. Final game. Let's go to the Jet game. All right, Nick, let's let's do this. Let's talk about about the nation's game here, and and let's let's see. I'm I'm fascinated to hear what you're going to say. I don't I've heard need... what the New York radio stations have said, and some of what I've heard, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm a little like, mm, okay, I, I don't. I, we need to hold on here. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I don't even really know where to start. Kansas City won twenty-three to twenty. Okay, this, well, this... that's a that's a start. Let's, <laughs> okay, let's get that out of the way. This is a game that the New York Jets should have won, and honestly, they should have won pretty big. I'm talking like maybe two scores or more because the way this game ended was absolutely sickening. Absolutely sickening. This is a game where Patrick Mahomes looked bad. It was was arguably his worst game I've ever watched. I couldn't believe what I was watching. Yep. And I got to give credit to the Jets for coming back in this game because we were talking in the first half. First quarter was abysmal. It was 17 nothing at the end of the first quarter. Terrible. And we're like, it okay. Was, it was exactly like what we thought it was going to be. Exactly. We were talking. I told you the game was over. Because yep. I've, I've, seen this, I've seen this story before. I've seen it. Yep. They came back. They got a, they got a safety, which was kind of questionable. They gave yeah, a, they, I, yeah. It gave them a little bit of momentum. And then here comes little Zach Wilson. Where was this kid... Three seasons ago when we drafted him. Where was he? Because this is by far the best game of his career. And it's really not even yeah. close. Yeah. And look, you look at the stats, 28 for 39. That's fine. You take 71% completion percentage. Take that all day. Honestly, those numbers should have been more because P. 
People want to drop the fucking ball in the goddamn end zone. Can we stop this shit, please? Let me tell you what I gotta say this shit. Catch the fucking ball. You get paid millions of dollars to do this. Catch the ball. I don't care if it was a little underthrown. It hits you in the hands. Catch the fucking ball, please. That's a, that's yeah. that's another seven points right there. Mosley, can we fucking catch an interception, please? Another oh one? Like, oh my god, dude! It's that it, should have been three interceptions. It's easily. It's backbreaking because Saw should have had one against Dallas that could have t- turned the tides of that game. This game against Patrick Mahomes, you need every every single possession, everything to go right. And look, Zach Wilson yes. was not turning the ball off. Ball over. He had the, he had the critical fumble. I get it. That is not a reason to slam this kid because he went out and he fucking balled. And mm-hmm. the fact that he fumbled there, it was near midfield-ish with seven minutes left or six minutes left. You had more than enough time to, to get the ball back, drive down the field, and potentially win this game. Lo and behold, they didn't even touch the ball after that. They didn't even they they weren't even allowed to touch the ball. Now now this is where I'm I'm so pissed because <clears throat> like I said, I think the Jets outplayed the Chiefs in this game, and I think they yeah. should have won this game. Granted, drops everywhere, little thing little mistakes here and there, fine. But the way that this game ended and look, I, I do this every week. I know, I understand. I bitch and moan about the officiating in almost every fucking game. But this this game, the way this shit ended, was no doubt in my fucking mind the NFL saying, you are not getting the ball back, you are not winning this game, and Taylor Swift is in the box. Might I add, they showed her, I think, ten times, I, I think I counted. Ten. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just going to put that out there. The fact that the Jets didn't even get to touch the ball at the end of this game says a lot to me because of everything that happened up to the end of the game. Third and 22, Patrick Mahomes runs for it. Jermaine Johnson was being molested for 10 seconds easily. And the ref is looking right at it. How do you think Mahomes gets a fucking alley like that to run through? How? He's, it's yeah. blatant. It's blatant. That's one. Two, Sauce Gardner gets called for a hold. Where was the fucking hold? Please tell me. And it's not even that. Not even that. The fact that the Jets then picked that ball off, and then the ref threw the flag for holding. Which, to me, it just screams that there's something fucky going on here. To me. Yeah. A little fishy. A little fishy. Because wouldn't you throw the flag when you saw the holding to begin with? Not, yep. not as the ball travels through the air and Michael Carter intercepts it. And then you throw the flag. And he double pumped the flag too. Like Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. They were, I uh I, I, yeah, said, I, I, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I, I said it the other night. I, I said it to my dad. There was zero chance the Jets were gonna win this game. Whether it was players being good or bad, coaching, whatever it was, they didn't have a chance in this game. Because Taylor Swift was there, and it's going to put more money in their fucking pockets. They didn't. They had every opportunity to steal this game, but it just it wasn't meant to be. And I think officiating needs to be held accountable for how this game ended. Don't I don't need to hear from a beat writer, oh, the Jets got a letter in the mail from, from the, the, the officiating department saying, oh, we fucked up, we missed the call. Don't do that shit. Because it's every fucking week the Jets get one of those. I, I don't... Yeah. I just... I, I can't... 
I can't understand how Goodell or anybody of the higher ups can sit there and look at this and say, "Oh, that's a holding. Oh, this is okay. This is okay." No, I get granted. Refs, refs see what they want to see. Yeah. It it is what it is. It's that's how refs are in this league. But not for nothing. When there's an outcry of, it's not even just me. It's not even just Jet fans. It's across the fucking world that people are saying like. How do you not call this? It's it needs to be addressed because it's determining outcomes of games that it shouldn't. We see it in the playoffs. We saw it in the Super Bowl last year of a questionable holding call. You didn't call it all fucking game. Now why all of a sudden is it a problem? It it it, it simply can't keep happening because more and more people are starting to see through the bullshit of how badly they they needed the Chiefs to win this game. They're they're putting Taylor Swift as their header. They're putting in their fucking buy. Oh, we're we're two and zero as Swifties, bro. Shut. I'm fucking over it. I'm fucking over it because you now took your product and you made her the face of your product when it should be about the players on the field. It should be against. It should be Mahomes against Wilson. So it should have been. No, you yeah. showed you showed her over ten times. The first two commercial breaks were for Taylor Swift's movie and like her on the fucking Times Square or some shit. What are we fucking doing here? I, I, it's not I, a good look. I'm I'm just so it's it's frustrating when a game ends like that in a game that you should have won against a team that you really didn't have a chance against. Defense stepped up after the first quarter. Now look, seventeen nothing is a three possessions. That's a lot of points, especially going against Kansas City. They locked it down. They they're notorious to have kind of slow starts. They need they need to fix that in upcoming games. But they locked it. They locked in. They caused turnovers. Their defensive line was finally getting home. And that's something I, I was questioning through the first couple of weeks was where is this defensive line at? Why are they not generating pressure? They got to Mahomes, they made him they made him look silly at times. Just the the, the throws that he was making just they were not Patrick Mahomes esque throws. And yeah. that's what a good pass rush does. Um, our offensive line held up pretty well for the most part. Um, Zach looked very comfortable back there. And this is the best offensively called game from a Jets offensive coordinator in years. In years. they I think they understood that th- this is potentially Zach Wilson's last game. And they're like, screw it. We have to o- open the playbook for him. You might as well. You're not expected to beat the Chiefs. You know what Zach Wilson is. Zach Wilson's a backup. People on the radio, people online, they're like, oh my god, Zach Wilson's fucking back. He, he, this is the number one. Let, let's pump the brakes a little bit. The kid had a really good fucking game. He did. I, I, I could sit here, I could bash him all I want. I gotta give him flowers when it's due. He balled out in this game. He looked comfortable. He looked worthy of the number number two overall pick with this game. Now, can he capitalize on it? Can he keep going with it? Maybe. We don't know. But I texted you that night. I'm like, would I be surprised if he went into Denver and threw three interceptions and turned back into the quarterback that we know he is? I can absolutely 100% see that. Yeah. It's just a matter of, can he continue? Because I do agree with what Robert Sala said. If he plays like this, you can win football games like this. And look, his maturity from last year to this year is not even questioned. It's not. Last year, you saw it. You saw the immaturity, especially after the New England game with the 
Did you let your defense down? No, all that shit. He went up to the podium after the game. He put everything on him, which a quarterback really should do. He he went over. He was on the sidelines. He's like, I fucking blew this game for us. I'm I'm pissed off. All this shit. Fine. To me, he deserved better in this game. I think the Jets deserved better in this game. Because like I said, I don't think they had a fighting chance with how the NFL is and the whole Taylor Swift thing. Um, but yeah, they, they they missed the opportunities that were there that were presented to them. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I know there's no moral victories in football. I know that doesn't do anything for the standings, but I think if you're a Jet fan, you're encouraged by what you saw. Now you get to go to Denver and hopefully beat the shit out of Sean Payton after all the shit that he was talking. Um, yeah, for sure. But at the end of the day, it's still a loss in a game you should have won because people weren't doing their jobs right, but... I'm not. I'm not upset. I'm not. I mean, look, the the kid showed heart. He showed grit. The team was rolling for a while there. I do think they got a little conservative after the first drive of the second half, but they opened the playbook for him. And look, he he looked good. He looked comfortable. He looked confident. Because when he doesn't have that confidence, you know how it is. And oh, I, I I can't. I'm more upset with the way it ended with the refs than I am with how the Jets played. Defense locked down. After the 17, they only gave up six. They they kind of shut Kelsey down in the middle part of the game, too. So, again, I think coaching did a really good job on Sunday night. I think that Hackett called a really great game for Zach and for the offense. The offensive line is starting to come together. And I'm just hoping that Zach can stay out of his own way, stay out of his own head, and keep playing football the way he did. That's what I have to say. <clears throat> I, thought, I thought the refs were abysmal the, the entire game um which is i know I, I know a jets fan or jets wouldn't like to hear it um i also thought you got you got some gifts in the game no i think so too i think um, i think the safety was a little bit of a gift i think the horse collar tackle was a little bit of a gift but well because the, the horse collar tackle led to a touchdown right but and they also the horse tackle not even close right um but again on the other hand they also, when Pacheco ran for 54 yards, they missed Huff being absolutely tackled and mauled in the middle of the field. So, I mean, yeah. there's that's what I'm saying. Is, yeah. Is for both sides, they, they, they fucking they missed a lot of shit. Because um, uh, people started breaking down other plays where they're like, oh, well, it's funny. Jets are complaining about this because they didn't call this. Uh, you know, I mean, right. I really feel like you could do that for most games, if I'm being honest. It's just the fact that it was so in your face. It's the fact that uh, NBC didn't even fucking say anything about the hold. I think what would have helped Jermaine Johnson in that situation, and this may sound weird, I think a veteran would have known to move away from the offensive right. lineman because he just stood there flapping his arms. And I'm like, that's not going to show it. If you, you got to pull away. If you pull away, you see the jersey being held. You know? Right. There were some players who said that, too. They said, listen, a veteran would have pulled away and you would have probably gotten the call. I mean, I'm not guaranteeing you would have gotten the call, but you would have had a better shot. Right. Because at least it's looking like, hey, I'm going after Mahomes and I'm getting pulled. You have a better shot on that. The Sauce Gardner penalty, I think you just got to let them play in that kind of transition. They're transitioning uh, when the receiver breaks on his route. You gotta right. let him transition. Yeah. 
So there's going to be a little physicality. There's going to be a little this, a little that. Just let them play. It, there wasn't anything that was fucking crazy about, no. about that. So, And the fact that it was such a blatantly late flag is a terrible look. Yeah. It's a terrible look. And going in and changing your headers, changing your bios. I also think, and, and yes, this is credit to the defense. I think your other gift was Patrick Mahomes had the worst game of his career. Right. Um, but I, I think that I, I think that's a testament to the defense playing that defensive line getting home, where the, they only yeah. need to send four players. You drop seven in yeah, coverage, yeah. and you you can if you're getting pressure with four, you do that all game. There's there's no doubt to me it was you know it's also vital to the, to the defense, right? Because that first that first quarter, I thought your entire team played like dog shit, like yeah, offensively, defensively, like. The way that game was going, I was like, bro, defense just laid down. Yeah. Defense just went, eh, fuck it. We're not playing tonight. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And, yes, you saw the momentum changing. The problem the problem that I have is you do have some of the New York radio people saying Zach Wilson's going to be a star in this in this league. And I think, I think, like you said, you've got to pump the brakes on it because Zach Wilson has not – he showed me glimpses. In that game, and that's about it. And we're talking year three. Exactly. And you just showed me glimpses now. Congratulations, but you got to go out and go win the game. Yep. And understandably, you got fucked. Very simply, I think you got fucked. I think a lot of people would say you got fucked 100%. There were some opportunities, though, that you weren't able to capitalize. Like exactly. Like, Garrett Wilson gets it in the end zone. Right. Like, there's just little things, and again, I'm I'm not trying to nitpick the kid because he did actually finally have a good game, and he did he did have a costly fumble. It does it, you know it wasn't a good timely fumble. That, right. They never are, and the overall result is you lost. You know you guys lost the game. Yeah. You fought doing it. You got screwed out of it. I'm not saying you didn't. It's you got that bad taste in your mouth. Now go take it out on Denver. Yeah. Which is very beatable. Absolutely. There's no doubt. But if you go into Denver and you lose without getting screwed, I, I mean, it, it's going to be depend uh, on how he plays. If he can go out, square one, exactly. Like all of this, this whole good performance can be right down the toilet the second that you go into Denver and you lose and you look bad doing it. Absolutely. And I, when I look, like you said to me, that they opened up the playbook for him. Right, they, they let right. go out. They start. Wh- why did it take a Sunday night football game against the Chiefs week four to finally just let them play? Because the kid should have been trying to play. <clears throat> you should have been trying. Like to me, if I'm a coach on this staff, I don't necessarily feel safe myself. Well, th- and that's the thing is they they didn't they don't trust him enough to open the playbook for him. They're at their wits' end. Like, like I said, if he had a bad game against Kansas City, he, I think he would have been benched. Honestly, I do. So, yeah, it, it's it's their last resort. Is okay. Fuck it. We have nothing to lose here. Like, if he plays bad, we're gonna replace him next game anyway. So we might as well open the playbook for him and see what he can actually do. And that's and yeah. granted, did it take a little bit longer? Sure, it did. But remember, Hackett's only been here for four games. So yeah, you gotta like at sometimes. I know people want to blame Salah, blame Hackett. I was one of those guys, but 
when you know what you have as at quarterback, you can't sit there and tell me that Salah and Hackett and Oprah, you can't tell me that they don't know what they have. They can say they have to say that shit to the media. We we believe yes. in faith. We believe in Zach and all that shit. But like when you don't trust him to push the ball down the field, what do you do? Like there's nothing you could fucking do. You have to play scared for him because he has no confidence. You have to dumb it yeah. down for him. If he can't do the easy things, what makes you think we can open the playbook and let him do more complicated shit? It do- you can't. It doesn't. It doesn't work that way. If he can't do the easy shit, he's not. He's gonna be overwhelmed to do the hard shit. And I think that's where they were. I think that they just had no confidence in him. Rightfully so, because let's be honest, he hasn't looked good. But like I said, I think it was. This was the last game for him. If they opened the playbook and he sucked, I think he was done. But they opened it up. He looked good. He had time to throw the ball. He was decisive. He was confident. And that's that put him in a very good position to win this game. Unfortunately, the throw to Garrett Wilson, yeah, it was a it was a touch overthrown. The one to Conklin in the end zone, should have caught it. Michael Carter should have yeah. caught it. It's like yes. little things like especially Michael Carter, like you can't be on the side sidelines fucking screaming at your coaches and shit. And then you go out and you drop and a fucking fuck ball. Him. Don't do that. Can't do you it. can't do it. Um, I also would have liked for them to go for the fourth down instead of kicking the field goal at the end of the second half, uh, end of the first half. I would like to see them go I for it. I see. I didn't understand that. I didn't understand that. I don't. Again, like that's where I'm like you. If you want to be a winning football team, you have to have balls. Yeah. But you have to have balls, and if you don't have balls, you're not fucking winning. You're just not gonna win. And that should have been the New York attitude. Yo, we, you know, we're New Yorkers. We're fucking <laughs> show some fucking balls and fucking go for it because you have nothing to lose. Yeah, you have nothing to lose at this point. And I get, like they've done to me. See, this is why. This is why like Zach Wilson has to do it. This he has to he has to be their savior this year. It's there is no Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck how many sidelines he's on. I don't care how many games he shows up to. He's not out there. Right. It's not his arm. It's not his brain. They've to me. I've said it before because they used to, they used to get his 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 coach from from college and shit like that and all that mentoring shit. Well, they brought his mentor back Sunday night. Okay. So again, I'm gonna sound a little harsh, but again, kid, we're we're coddling the shit out of you here. We brought Aaron Rodgers. We flew him out. He's he's here. There's only one reason why he's here besides that he's a Swifty. He's only here. Because you're you're in need of someone yeah. in your ear. Because the coaches aren't talking to you, they're not getting to you. The only person who could talk to you clearly is Aaron Rodgers. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but Aaron Rodgers ain't on, out on that field. And at the at the same time, you're gonna have to go perform. You have to go like you saw glimpses of him fighting for his job. You have to do that the rest of the year. Yeah, that's the way this goes. It's the rest of the year, or I'm sorry, this team's never gonna be your team. No. You have to prove it. Like like I said, Aaron Rodgers goes down and Zach takes over and proves. That's a great problem to have, that you go into next year going, yeah, so John, I, I mean, Rodgers is under contract, but look at what Zach Wilson did for us. Exactly. How do I bench that kid? It's a, gr- it's a good problem to have, something you've never had before. But the kid's got to ball out. Again, he looks like shit against Denver. He's getting benched. You have to. As he should be. You, you can't fucking... Well, he looked good against Kansas City. Yeah, doesn't matter. Ago, bro. 
Nobody cares. Exactly. It doesn't matter at that point. That game is done and over with. You saw what he could possibly be, but if he hasn't proved that he could be that way, he ain't going to do it. No. He can't. He's got to be consistent. It's like you said with Justin Fields. They have to be consistent. If you can't consistently <clears throat> do it, sorry. You're just, you, you weren't going to be anything. It's a league. Unfortunately. It's a league that's based on consistency. If yeah. you're consistent, you'll have a job. If you're not consistent, you're out of a job. Yeah. And, again, I don't – look, I'm not sitting here saying that he's going to be the savior of this team. Do I think he's going to – with him, it's like one step forward, two steps back. That's why I'm a little, like, nervous for this game against Denver because I, I think Denver's a bad team, personally. But these are games where he fucking crumbles in, and it's scary. It's just a matter of him staying the course and being confident. If he can do that, if he can have any kind of game like he did against Kansas City, they should win this game. Yes. But, again, you just don't know. I want to be able to wake up on a Sunday and not have to worry about how my quarterback is going to play. Can I just have that once? I haven't had it since I've been alive. Yeah. Like, I, just... I mean, I, it happens for me on occasion when I'm going up against a good team. But, again, that's, that's different. I, I don't know what I'm getting going against a fucking... A New England team that's just pitiful. They stink. And I get that performance from Zach. I just want to fucking die, dude. Look, overall, it was a good Jets game. It didn't end the way you wanted it to. But it was still good. It was a step forward for the whole team. Can you you take another step this week? Can you take another step after that? If you get a little momentum, can you maybe keep up with the Eagles? I don't know. Look, the Eagles haven't run away with really any game that they've been in this year. Can you stun them? Most likely not. It's going to take, like, another perfect game. But, hey, you just kept up with with Kansas City. You you should have beat them. Can you beat Philly? Maybe. You never know. Crazy shit can happen. But, again, it's a good step for Zach in the right direction. Do I think he's going to be the savior? No. Do I think he's capable of having another good game? Absolutely. Would I be surprised if he had a bad game? I wouldn't be surprised at all. I'm, I'm ex- almost expecting it, but yeah. again, the refs had a big hand in this game that I don't think they should have, and I think the Jets were robbed of at least getting another chance to touch this ball and go down and drive the field. That's just me, and I know a lot of people agree with that sentiment, but there's nothing we can really do about it now. It's just bitch and moan about it until next week, until it happens again, and then we'll bitch and moan about it again. That's how it goes. Yeah, pretty much. All right, John, let's get out of here. I'm... uh. I I need to go do something. My nose is gonna fucking explode. If they want to find you, where can they uh where can they look for you? At Johnny Moms on Twitter, I can save your life one tweet at a time. Uh, you can follow me Dbor twenty seven thirty on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow the show Brotherhood of Podcasting on all major podcasts and social media platforms. With that being said, we appreciate you guys for listening, and we'll catch you guys on the next one. Catch you on the flippity flip.